Welcome to the second episode of the HFL show with me, Ian Auld. On this week's podcast, we'll look back at the first weekend in the Scottish Highland Football League. We'll chat with Inverurie Locos captain Neil McLean and preview this weekend's action all in the company of for Martin player manager Paul Lawson. Paul joins me as guest host. Paul, how are you? Ah, pleasure to be here. Um... I'm not too bad, not too bad. Probably like everyone, just delighted the, the season's back. Absolutely, yes. Now, first of all, Paul, I've got an apology uh, to make to you because uh, on the first HFL show last week, I stupidly let my wife loose and, and predicting the the outcome of this year's league table and she rattled through who she thinks is going to finish uh, first through to 16th. She had for Martin, stupidly, down his second bottom this season. Now, we know that's not going to be the case, and, and, I, and I want to put on record that she, she doesn't know her football, so treat her opinions like uh, like nothing. But anyway, listen, you proved her wrong because you got off to a winning start at the weekend, and as you said there, great to be playing football again, great to be back, and I'm sure you were you were, um, you were were delighted at the weekend. Yeah, first of all, I did, I did hear that, so it was, uh, <laughs> it, it was not cool, but it's... it's uh, you say, uh, lack of knowledge or whatever, but no, uh, yeah, Saturday was great. Uh, I thought we played really well and, and well worthy of, of our win. Probably could have scored a few more goals, but um, I thought the, the attitude and the desire of the, the boys was excellent. And it's always important, we say, um, every year and, and every every team and every manager will be the same. It's important to go off a good start, and, and we've done that. Yeah, that's the key thing, isn't it? I mean, we I've talked to a number of folk about this the shortened season. We'll hear from Neil McLean on the show a little bit later on as well. Uh, important, crucial, uh, as it were, to get off to that good start. But I think after, you know, not having a, a league football for so long, you know, to win and and win in convincing fashion as well. That I mean, that must have been just the, the icing on the cake. It was, uh, you know, we played Aberdeen Shire Cup the, the week before and mm-hmm. got a good result against against a good nice side. Um, so, but um, it's been long. Um, the boys have been patient. The boys have been excellent. I can't, I can't speak highly enough of them in terms of their attitude because it has been difficult to, to keep the motivation going at times. Um, I was saying in the podcast last week, Scotty Davis, it's like a three-month pre-season, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's that's been hard for the boys, but they've been excellent, and um, you know, gives them that wee boost to, to start so well. But it's going to be a strange season when you play each team uh, once, so it's. Uh, it could be very interesting, um, but you know we're all looking forward to um, get off to a good start. But it's it's all about consistency and, and keeping it going. Johnny Smith was your your big signing over the the prolonged preseason break. Him and Gary Wood teamed up at the weekend to good effect as well. You must have been uh, chuffed to see, you know, your 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 two strikers link up really well. Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot. Um, you know, people will expect every summer you, you have to sign five, six players. Um, it's not the case. I think, you know, not there hasn't been a lot of, of change at a lot of clubs, but, you know, we're looking at our squad and consistency has been an issue, uh, don't get me wrong, um, over the last couple of years, but I still believe there's there's talent in that squad. And, and you know, we, have, we also have younger players who have had a season, an extra season under their belt, so um, they can come. Uh, you know, with more experience uh, and our experienced players will all help that. So it's not always about just going out and signing players for the sake of signing. Yes, we need to improve uh, certainly our, our position from last season, 
Um, but there's, there's other ways to do that. But bringing in Johnny was it was a real brainer really uh, when we you know kind of got the opportunity to, to bring him in, and I did try to get him previously before he went to Peruri. So mm-hmm. um, it was good to get him in, and then um, you know he started really well with Gary and um, you know Daniel Park as well. And, mm-hmm. But I, I could go through the you know the full eleven from from last weekend. I thought I thought Kate McKeown and, and Dan Kelly at Stathouse were excellent. Um, but I think they, you know, they with them at the back and the two up front, you know, they they set, certainly set the tone for the performance. So all round, uh, a good start to the season for yourself. A five-one win away to Tariff uh, at the weekend as well. Obviously, you'll have you know keeping a, a close eye after the game on the, on the rest of the results to check in. Only five other games went ahead at the weekend as well. Obviously, Nairn Clark was called off a couple of days. In fact, the Friday just before the, the start of the season. And Fort Strath fell foul of the weather, so those two games were called off. But but five other games, included on top of your your own game, went ahead at the weekend as well. Um, just going to take a, a look through quick a quick look through Brora, the champions, got off to a winning start at Devon Vale. Locos beat Keith two 0 at Fraserburgh. Got off to a winning start at Lossiemouth. Rothis, of course, on the back of that League Cup win, beat Huntley at home one 0 and Bucky Thistle. Three two winners away up at Wick. Starting with the, the champions, Brora. Obviously, you know they they'll be keen to to get off to the, the best possible start, like every side in the division. Um, a, a, quite a convincing win as well in Banff for uh, Stephen Mackay and his side. Yeah, it was. I think um, you know from the outside, then a lot of people would say you know the Wicklow played last year in champion that it was you know a foregone conclusion in a sense, but. Uh, then Bill can make it difficult. Um, I don't know what I'm saying, but um, because his team set up really well, um, you know, we've found it difficult in the last couple of years. So it is, it's a very good result. Um, you could maybe argue Broda have got a slight edge on, on a lot of the clubs with, with their inc- you know, competitive action that they've had. Um, mm-hmm. But no, it's, uh, it was a surprise. Uh, and, and probably you'd argue that they picked up with a little of last year. There wasn't many surprises, um, as I mentioned there. There was wins for the sides that we could, you would expect to win, uh, given the circumstances. P- perhaps Bucky Thistle's win uh, at Wick Academy, because you know it's a bit of a cliche, isn't it? But you know, a difficult trip up to Harmsworth Park. Uh, Wick are always a, a sticky side to play against, especially in their own soil as well. And and Bucky um, picking up all three points as well. So I mean, you, you can make a case for Fraserburgh and and Locos winning um, their games. You would expect them to win. Rothis, of course, on the back of that League Cup win, riding high from last season too, you would expect them to win at home to Huntley. But but Bucky Thistle, I'm not saying it was totally unexpected, but that's probably the one that you would you, you would you might have had down as perhaps a um a, 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 a kind of scare, if you like, or a, a what's the word I'm looking for? A coupon buster. But Bucky winning three two at uh, at Wick made the cup final as well, uh, and by all accounts, you know, gave as good as they got against Broda. So Bucky Wick. How did you um? How did you assess that one? Yeah, I think um, you know, looking at the, the teams you've named in terms of locals, uh, Rothis, uh, Brora, for example, you know, you probably would expect them to to get the results that they did. But like you say, yeah, you know, going away to Wick's never easy. Um, all the the talk of the travelling and, and things are slightly different at the moment, so um, it, it would probably be. A, Looked at a, a potential uh, sort of slip up there, but no, it's, it's a great result for them. Um, and they'll obviously look to, to kick on from that, and that'll give them, give them a lot of confidence. 
just on a, on a side note as well, you guys obviously didn't have any um, supporters inside the grounds. There was a couple of sides that did. Lossie, Rothis and Wick had supporters inside the grounds uh, last weekend as well. And, and for, for fans concerned, it was uh, great to see. You obviously have Lossie at home this weekend and you're away to Tariff last weekend. So unfortunately, no fans in either of those games. But um, is, is it, I mean, is it a weird experience overall not having any, any supporters inside the ground? It is. I mean, people argue, you know, you don't, our crowds aren't massive anyway, but I think it, it does, you know, they lend themselves to give the boys boosts. And, um, it is uh, different and strange, but I think from, from my point of view, and, you know, saying the players, you know, you have to go on with it for one and two, you know, would you rather that or not be playing at all? So, um, you know, we would love to see supporters back and, I've spoken previously about um, how important it is for, for people to, to come and watch football. And, and yes, I know football's not the be-all and end-all of life, but it's a huge part of people's lives, especially in the high league. There are you know, clubs probably lower levels, um, Scottish football and the uh, sort of Highland and lower leagues. The, the people who work at the club, the volunteers, you know, it's, it's their out on a Saturday to come and play their part and play their part in the club so you know you'd love to get them back um, and hopefully it's it's not before too long but um, it is strange for the players but uh, like I say we just have to go on with it as best we can and, and not let it affect us I saw a tweet from Bucky Thistle this week and it's marketing genius as well because the tweet obviously said that their game against locals no way fans are permitted but the word "all ticket" suggests that it's a it's a sellout. You know, the the tickets are like gold dust. You know, when you hear of you hear of you know games being an all ticket encounter, you think, oh, I better I better get my tickets quite uh, quite sharpish. Now that is the case, of course, because of the reduced capacity. But in one way, you know, there's many high on league sides out there saying that this game's an all ticket. It's uh, it's kind of it's genius marketing, but we know there's circumstances behind it, and uh, and it, it, it is obviously important that that people get uh, that message as well. One take one side we never talked about there, Rothis. You come up against them in the in the League Cup. They got off to a, a winning start against uh, Huntley, uh, albeit by the goal to nil. Um, Hunt, Rothis are a, are a side that that ended the season uh, well last year in terms of the 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 league campaign. They finished. Uh, third overall. Um, have you been impressed with uh, with Rothers under under Ross Jack's tenure? Yeah, of course. Uh, I like to say they, they finished the the season strong and, and obviously going on to to win the the league cup. So, but in a sense, you know, Ross he, he always has his team set up really well, hard working. You know, they they probably in the end deserve to beat us. Um, I think we were we were probably a better side for. The majority of the game, but once they got their equaliser and the extra time, they, they looked the stronger side. So, um, and then going on to the to winning the final. So, you know, no surprise in terms of the result. And um, there's certainly, I think, a lot of people look at them now as, as a as a danger, and um, they'll be looking. Uh, you know, also have aspirations to, to certainly challenge at the, the top end of the league. Well, Locos got off to the perfect winning start. They beat Keith 2-0 at home on Saturday. And earlier this week, I spoke with their captain, Neil McLean. Delighted to welcome back onto the podcast, uh, Neil McLean, Inverurie Locos captain. Neil, how are you? Fine, thanks. Yep, doing well. And uh, just back from training, so... Uh, 
league a shower once we're finished here and, and get get cleaned up. Yeah, fresh from training. Uh, how was it tonight? Good. Uh, all um, spirits in the camp high after that that win at the weekend. Yeah, boys are. Uh, you know, we've been back for a few weeks now since you know kind of back training in November, ready for the start of the season. So yeah, tonight was good after uh, after a tough game Saturday. Obviously, Keith coming in with new managers, Andy and Tommy, who I know well. We played alongside both of them, so um, yeah, just you know, good to keep the spirits up. And there's a lot of young lads uh, coming through now, and there's a few boys from the under twenties that come through and train. So yeah, spirits were good. Uh, hard work again on a on a Tuesday as it is every week, but uh, yeah, just looking to prepare now for for Bucky. Everyone I've spoke to so far this season, we're only a weekend, but so far this season, all the talk is about this shortened league campaign and how crucial it is that the sides start the season well. How important was it for you guys on Saturday to get that first win on the first league game back? Yeah, I think it's, you know, every as you say, every club will be be looking at the same same format, the same idea that, you know, you, you must pick up Certainly, your home home games you must win those. Um, I think if any you know whoever's going to win the league's not going to drop a lot of points this season. Um, so yeah, it was really important. Obviously, with the cup game at Fraserburgh last week, which we, which we lost, and we didn't really acquit ourselves well or or play that great. So to come back and, and win uh, on Saturday and keep the clean sheet as well was was really pleasing for us. You mentioned there that Keith were. Um, under new management, of course, their, their first game is the, the management duo of Andy Roddy and Tommy Wilson. Difficult to break down. What did you make of Keith um, under new management and uh, you know and a, a fairly a fresh start for the the men for the men in maroon? Yeah, I mean Keith uh, towards the end of last season, you know, with, with, with Dean, another good another ex teammate, uh, Dean Donaldson, had mm-hmm. kind of started getting there with Keith and you know getting them more organised and more difficult to beat. I think they've obviously been through. You know, a, a tough few seasons to, to certainly what they were. You know, when I first came into the league, winning leagues and cups uh, regularly, so um, always tough, always a tough team to beat. And, and Andy and Tommy will, you know, they've only been in the job a week, so you know they'll only put a small stamp on the team. But over time, they'll, they'll be harder to beat. And they were like that on Saturday, hard to hard to break down, well organised, um, with some good players. Uh, you know, Liam Strachan in from 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 Martin on loan, who was at Turriff previously. Um, He's a player I, I rate quite highly, um, and you know Cammy Keith always a danger. And I thought our defenders did well against Cammy on Saturday. Didn't really give him a sniff. Um, I think he's Cammy's one of the guys in the league. You know, if you give half a chance, he nine times out of ten he'll take it. So, yeah, just just delighted with uh, with our performance, and, and that's all we can focus on really moving forward. Now I don't know what this says about me, but I was um, I watched a bit of the game on on Saturday. It was on the Facebook Live, the Inverurie. Uh, Facebook page. I watched a bit of the the stream, just a bit of the first half, whilst I was cleaning the bathrooms in the house. But that probably says more about me. Um, but at the same time, it it was obviously a, a fantastic idea to obviously streaming now is as as part and parcel of of football. Aberdeenshire is still in tier two. There was no fans at the game at the weekend. The last time you were on the podcast, you, you've spoken in the past so much about the. The support, the the fanatical uh, local support. How difficult was it at Harlow Park? I guaranteed you've had you know had games prior to the first league game as well. But but how difficult was it not having any? Obviously, you had directors there, etc. But how difficult was it having no support? Yeah, it's uh, it's strange. Uh, you 
you know, in the 17 years I've been there, you know, locals have always had a good support and been well followed and, and, and you know, supported by the team, uh, by the supporters, sorry. So, yeah, really strange. Um, it's kind of a, a, diff, a more, I want to say, more difficult to get yourself up for it because, you know, you should be up for it anyway. But certainly having your, your home support does give you a little boost when you're, when you're playing. Um, so yeah, just kind of a different side of things and a different uh, a different atmosphere for the guys to get used to. Um, you know, other guys away from football uh, take the mic that they probably say that it's it's not any different to what I'm what I should be used to having no fans there anyway. But um, yeah, just just different. I think everybody's in the same boat, and obviously with with Aberdeenshire um, being in the, the current tier we're in and not allowed fans in, it's it's going to be that way. You know, for another couple of weeks, and it's you know just unfortunate. But as you say, you know, it's kind of what we've got to live with and what we've got to go through um, as a club. Now, Nicola Sturgeon announced today that the tier system that uh, was in place remains in place. Aberdeenshire in tier two, Murray in tier one. You head to Murray this weekend, and there will be supporters inside the ground as well. All home supporters to no away fans are permitted to travel. So it's the cauldron of Victoria Park Bucky with supporters inside the ground for you on Saturday um, what are you expecting in terms of uh, Bucky Thistle and as I say fans you know it's going to be a, a home crowd only so a bit of a different atmosphere yeah again it'll be you know with or without fans Bucky will be a you know a tough team to play against Graham you know I keep I sound like a broken record, but you know, Spider's an ex-teammate as well. You know, it must be I'm getting on in years, and these boys are in the management now. Um, but Spider and, and the guys at Bucky will be well drilled, be well organised. You saw um, they got to the to League Cup final um, laterally there. You know, beating Broad up there, so um, it'll be a very difficult task. It's it's always one of the most difficult places to go in the league um, to play uh, with our fans as well. Again, they're a very passionate set of supporters very loyal set of supporters so having them there will give their you know give the team a boost but equally I think it's uh, you always want to play the panto villain and, and spoil the spoil their day so we'll be going up to obviously you know it's important to pick up points so we'll be going up to with, with nothing else but, but three points in the mind and, and how we get that will we'll, we'll depend on the performance that we put in Bucky obviously win at the weekend as well they beat Wick Academy in a, in a tough away game um, Spider will, will have been Delighted to have come away from Wick with the three points. They won 3-2. He also spoke after the game as well about the sides that he expected to win. There was only six games at the weekend, of course, with Strathsby and Fort William called off and Nairn County Clark. He he said after the game that the six sides that he expected to win won at the weekend, so it was important that they won their game at Wick. Of the six sides that won at the weekend, the the, the two of those sides, the only two of those sides that come together this weekend are yourselves and Bucky. Obviously, as we talked about there, that kind of shortened league campaign as well. Important, crucial to, to pick up all three points on, on Saturdays or, or is it still too early in the, the shortened campaign to, to worry about that? Um, it's a hard one. I think if, you know, realistically, and if we're all being honest, I think you're going to have to win the majority of your games. Um you know, you've not got the luxury of maybe picking four points up from from your two league games against teams home and away. Um, you know, maybe sneaking a draw. I think you kind of, you know, the management have drilled in us, and you know, other people have said, you know, it's, it's going to be fifteen or sixteen cup finals this year mm-hmm. um, that you've got to play. And 
yeah, I think it's. I don't, I don't think you can write anyone out of it yet because I still think there'll be a couple of anomalies here and there that'll, that'll maybe throw a spanner in the works. But I think you, you're going to have to take points um, from from every game if you're going to challenge. I think a, a draw keeps you in it. Uh, defeat doesn't rule you out, but but a win certainly you know boosts your chances. I think it's quite. Although it is a shortened season, I think it could be quite a. Well, the league, the league title race. Over the last couple of years, there has been some fascinating title races, but but I think this one's got the potential to be one of the most fascinating um, in recent records because because of your fifteen games, and as you mentioned there, a couple of draws makes it tight for everyone. Obviously, you're you're wanting sides that are in and around you to to drop points as well. Um, in terms of locals and, and any title aspirations you guys have this season, are you hoping to be to be up there competing with the, the rest of those? Well, I'm going to mention six because that's the six sides that, that won at the weekend. Yeah, I think uh, I think every year, you know, we always go into it as a club, and certainly I do as a player that you, you're you're going to be up there challenging. I think on our day, we're certainly a match for anyone in the league. Uh, as, as you've said there, you know, the top six teams will probably say exactly the same thing. And I think there'll be a, a few other teams in the mix that, that will think the same. So, yeah, I, I would like to think that the guys have that same mentality, although we are a younger squad this season, uh, bar myself. But, you know, there's a few guys who have, who have, who have left the club now. And, you know, Andy's going to promote within and bring in younger guys, which is good and healthy. And, you know, we've signed Nathan Mears and... Uh, uh, you know, Shanks as well has come in and done really well. So uh, Kieran Shanks has come in and done really well and hit the ground running. So they are two young guys who, and you know, the guys, the younger guys who have been there for a few years. So that sort of core of the squad is is getting younger, which is good. And they, you know, the good thing about young players is the majority of them don't have any fear of going to any places. And they, you know, they're not preordained to how things are going to go. So, you know looking forward to it with them guys and, and you know helping an old man across the line hopefully one day <laughs> there's still plenty of life in the 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 old, the old legs yet well we'll see we'll see what happens this season I'm glad it's a shortened season anyway <laughs> Inverurie Locos captain Neil McLean there on the back of that 2-0 win against Keith and also uh, looking ahead to this weekend's fixture away to Bucky Thistle Paul, let's uh, start looking ahead at this weekend's games then. As I say, hopefully we can get um, as near a full card as possible. Nairn County versus Keith is off uh, this weekend due to the, the current um, restrict coronavirus uh, um, restrictions, etc. In terms of the fixtures this weekend, that one there, the Bucky Thistle against Locos, uh, as I mentioned to Neil there, of all the sides that won last weekend, uh, Bucky and Locos are the only... Uh, two that kind of clash, uh, lock horns together. That one's got a got a makings of a, a a spicy encounter at Victoria Park. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously we're, we're talking a little bit and uh, the fans getting in, and, and that's obviously a game that would attract you know a big crowd. And so from that point of view, it's a shame, but um, there is some getting in, so that's that's good to see. Um, and I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be a great game. Uh, Andy Locke up against uh, Spider will be, be interesting. Uh, two good friends. So, um, but again, both got off to a good start. So, um, I think plenty of people have mentioned this year there's not much room for error. So, uh, they'll be they'll be looking to keep that going. Every one I've spoke to about 
the shortened league season is that, you know, obviously, listen, there's a, there's a real good chance that, you know, if you start well, then you, you could be fighting at the right end of the table and, and competing for the title. But in terms of there are going to be points dropped as well, being at the second match day of the season, a draw is not the end of the world, is it, for both these sides? It's not, no. I mean, I say there's not much room for error, but I think you would, um, people will probably agree with me, you'd rather lose, you know, your points early in the season um, than push yourself all the way, maybe drop some silly points uh, towards the, you know, the last couple of games. So, mm-hmm. um, I think, don't say teams want to go off to a good start, um, but hopefully these sort of games, something has to give, I think. Uh, you know, people talk with those two sides of eight when a bro Ravi Fraser bra and Bucky Fraser bra, you know, these sort of games, something does have to give. So um there will be points dropped. Um, ultimately I think Bro are the team to to catch. Um, so um, everyone will have to be at it, I think, week in, week out and we'll see see how it goes. There's a couple of clubs playing this weekend that we haven't seen yet this season. Uh, starting with Clark, they're at home to, to Tariff. New management as well. Jordan McDonald takes charge of Clark for the first time in a league game. Now, that must have been, obviously, you know, difficult circumstances at, at Nairn County, and we wish everyone at Nairn County all the, the very best. Um, difficult times for the club and, indeed, uh, the staff members involved. Uh, but Jordan McDonald will have been preparing his side ready for the start of this, the season. Ultimately, on Friday, the call was uh, received that the game was, was, was off. But he's now in uh, the home dugout for the first time this weekend as well. Uh, what are you expecting from, from Clark this season? Well, I think, you know, um, ultimately he would have been very disappointed if he would have forward to the first game and, and get going. But I think this year we have to, um, you know, every club has to be prepared that there's, there's got to be changes yeah. um, in short notice. And, uh, we've had that discussion, but, you know, we have to get adaptable because these things could happen and, and so no they'll be very disappointed but at the same time um, we've got someone really to look forward to this weekend and, and it's you know like we said earlier it's, it's been a long time of waiting so they'll be they'll be itching to get going and fans will be allowed in uh, to Grant Street Park as well and I know that there's um, big demand for those tickets as well so by this time the podcast goes out that might be a complete sellout so uh, definitely check their social media to find out because I know there'll be a lot of supporters keen to get back to, to seeing uh, Clark at home because they obviously had a, well, they have had a, a kind of bit of a nightmare of a year all round really with that fire as well in the early part of the year playing their games at Canal Park at the rugby pitch so it's great to see Clark back at Grant Street Park I know they did return before the pandemic but it's great to have them back playing uh, back in the league and their home ground as well now two other sides that we didn't see last weekend as well I um, believe there was a a few issues um, down at, at Claggan Park. Again, you're right about adaptability. These things will happen. We live in, in Scotland, after all. And, um, you know, we're entering a, a very tricky period for um, everyone concerned in the Highland League. And especially there, there will be games that will fall foul of the weather. Unfortunately, one fell short just before kick-off last Saturday. But Fort William travelled to Fraserburgh. That's a bit of a, um, well, Ashley Hollier, again, like Jordan McDonald, taking charge of his first league game as well. That's um, a straight in at the deep end, isn't it? It certainly is. And I think, that, you know, for the club, will be really disappointed, uh, you know, seeing over social media, etc. Uh, throughout the summer that, 
the work and effort that's gone in by the scenes yep. um, on the pitch, um, etc. So they'll be also be very disappointed um, that the game did go ahead last weekend. But um, yeah, these things happen. Like you say we live in Scotland, so you know there's going to be things like that. So again, similar to to Clark, we they'll be looking forward to getting going. And um, but you know they could have easier venues to go to, I guess. But uh, <laughs> hey, they'll probably go there, nothing to lose, um, and, and give it their all. Strathby Thistle again will have been disappointed. You you'll have made that journey down to to Clagan Park before, um, and I know that the guys at, at Strathby Thistle were a wee bit um, uh, a wee bit peeved to say the least. But listen again, th- these things do happen. They they have a home game this weekend. They take on Rothis again, a difficult game for them. But but I'm sure that you know first game of the season, there'll be a lot of optimism ahead of the kickoff, and again, you know, not not too far in terms of distance between the two clubs, a bit of a derby, if you like, Strathspey Thistle, do they have the capabilities to cause a shock this weekend? Without a doubt, I think um, Cammy touched on it when he spoke to you last week about, I think a few years ago, people looked at Strathspey and, and probably thought it was an automatic three points, and, and that's certainly not the case now. Um, they've got a good squad there, and, and they're you know proving every single year um, so they'll be looking at it and going, um, you know, the first game of the season does. They'll, they'll have had that all this week, so they'll be really looking forward to it. Um, tough, tough tie against Rothis, but um, certainly one that you know if they apply themselves in the, the correct manner. They're, they're capable of taking something. The two sides that lost their opening day league starts: Huntley take on Devon Vale. Huntley going down by the goal to nil, as we spoke about at Rothes. Devon Vale losing uh, by a heavy margin at home to 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 Brora, the the champions, of course. Now, Huntley have home advantage. That one's a a great game for both sides to kind of bounce back from and, and register their their first win of the season. How do you see that one going? Yeah, uh, you know, a very tight one to be honest. Uh, I'll be I'll be looking at that closely. We we've got um, young Max McGinley on loan at Huntley, so. Um, I'll obviously be, be keeping an eye on them um, in particular but um, no they'll like you say they'll be looking to bounce back um, from last weekend tight um, score um, against Rothis and um, you know signing of, of Gary McGowan um, you know it's, it's a young side at Huntley with a new manager coming in they'll, they'll be looking to put their own stamp on things but they're bringing an experience at, at Gary obviously back to the club he loves so he'll be looking to do well and then lead the line there and, and you know, Devonville just want to, to put right uh, what they, they didn't get last week and, and you know obviously both teams will be going at it but um you know it's a it's a difficult one to call, say, um, I'll sit on the fence with that one. Bucky versus Locos for me stands out as one of the one of the, the ties of the weekend, but in saying that it's like it runs Brora versus Wick close as well. Now Wick lost to Bucky in the opening day. Brora, of course, on a high um, starting their campaign against Devonville by winning five goals to nil. Their their first league game back at Dudgeon Park. Obviously, they've had the cup ties. They they gave Dundee a bit of a uh, a bit of a well, they, they they ran Dundee close and then they they drew with Cove Rangers in in league for uh, in league cup business. Obviously, it's a North Derby. Brora against Wick. Will Wick be? Well, Wick will be out surely to, to try and burst that bubble, and they'll see they'll see it as a great opportunity to, to bring their rivals down a peg or two. Yeah, I think obviously you know you can speak to everyone at Brora, and, and they'll they'll know it, and they're they're there to be shot at. You know, they're, they're the top side in the league and, and the champions, so everyone will, will go there 
um, or anyone who comes up against them will, will certainly be looking to to burst that, that bubble as, as you say and um, you know local derby to a point <laughs> um, you know we speak about Wick and they're a very difficult side to come up against and um, they'll be looking they'll, they'll maybe feel you know last weekend they were unfortunate um, losing 3-2 so they'll want to put that right um, it won't be an easy job for them but I think Broder will know they won't underestimate them um, that's for sure and um, will not be a difficult game so they'll need to be um, on top of their, their game to get the three points as well and the final game is your own game you're at home to Lossie this weekend as well now as we mentioned you guys got off to the, the perfect start of the weekend away from home beating Tariff your own home soil you welcome Lossie I'm sure you'll be kind of guarding against any any sort of complacency, but you'll be at the same time hoping to to register, you know, two wins and and get six points on the board. Of course, yes. Um, it's easy probably to look at the table from last year and see where Lawson has finished to, to think um, we can just turn up and, and get the three points, but that's certainly not the case. Um, you know, Fraser Brown um, only beat two 0 last week, so it just shows you. And they, they can put up a fight and, and they'll certainly come and, and probably look at it with nothing to lose and come into our place and, and give it their all. So we need to certainly make sure we're not complacent. Um, you know, we have to win these sort of games, don't get me wrong. Um, we have to make sure we continue on and the performance from last week and go in with the same attitude and the same drive and determination and, and make sure we, we don't have a slip up. Um, you know, we certainly don't think you know, we feel as well we've got a strong squad, but we've got a lot of improvement to do, as our league uh, position from last year suggests. But um, you know, it's important we we continue um, our good start. Yeah, taking any side in this division wouldn't be clever. Talking of clever, week two of our Highland League HFL show Brainiacs quiz. Scott Davidson scored four for Nairn County last week. Four out of ten. Taking the challenge this weekend is Neil McLean of Locos. Let's see how Neil got on with the challenge. Now, Neil, you're the second contestant in this general knowledge battle. How was your okay. How was your quiz? How was your are you, are you good in pub quizzes? Uh, well, I didn't go to the pub much, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll not. I'll put my chances down. Maybe my. My years will maybe help me out. My years down the line will maybe help me out for once here. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start. You've got a minute to answer okay. as many questions as you can. There's ten questions inside a minute. You've got, at the moment, you've got four to beat. Scott Davidson from Nairn County currently tops the table with four points. So I'm going to start my clock now. So the 60 seconds starts now, Neil. In the nursery rhyme, who went up the hill to fetch a pail of water? Jack and Jill. The People's Palace and Riverside Transport Museum can be found in which Scottish city? Glasgow. Chris Martin is the lead singer of which band? Coldplay. What African animal is known for laughing? Hyena. In the human body, what connects a muscle to a bone? Tissue. You are on a train heading from Aberdeen to Inverness. Which station comes after Dice? Contour now. K2 is known as the world's second tallest what? Mountain. A toonie and a loonie are names of coins in which country? Uh, Canada. What is the national flower of Wales? Daffodil. 
What does the organisation YMCA stand for? Young Men's Christian Association. I'll tell you what, Neil. That was sensational. The 60 seconds okay. just up and you scored 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, that Looney and Tooney got me, but I've got a friend in Canada and I thought, yep, yeah, okay, I've got that one. And I tried to trick you. Question 6. It used to be Inveruri. That's right. But it was Kintore, which opened a few uh, a, a while ago there. Right. But I tell you what, that's a, that's a sensational score. Tough one to beat then. 10 out of 10. What a magnificent score for Neil McLean. Uh, quite uh, quite, quite uh, something. He's set the bar high. He's got maximum score. Uh, Paul, who in the, the Four Martin camp can challenge and rival that score 10 out of 10 from Neil McLean Wow um, it's a difficult one I would say it depends, depends what you're uh, I guess it's obviously general knowledge uh, there's a few boys that are, are not too bad there's a few ones who aren't the brightest but um, <laughs> uh, oh, who could I say I'd say Geffen isn't bad you know that he could chuck his name in the hat um, well, as we say, locals have set the bar now. I mean, that yeah. y- there's no one going to beat them. Uh, with 10 out of 10 the perfect score but they can rival uh, and of course try and force a, a playoff as well I haven't worked out the permutations of how that works yet we're only in week 2 but um, the challenge is there for the rest of the division to try and rival the score at a 10 out of 10 from Neil McLean Paul thanks very much for spending some time to talk I know that you've obviously got a busy week ahead of you preparing your side for the game against uh, Lossie uh, thanks for sparing uh, the last uh, half an hour or so of your time to, to chat and uh, wish you all the best for the for the weekend and the and the rest of the season. Thanks, it was an absolute pleasure. No worries, mate. Thanks again, and thank you for listening.